Welcome to the Great Gundam Project. I am Jackson Tyler. I am joined by M. Hello. Hello. We're here to talk about Gundam. It's Gundam time. Every week we talk about Gundam. And we also ask, have you watched any anime? And we say no, because we, we're watching Gundam. We're busy. One I watched, day we'll I watched two anime. episodes of The Simpsons. That's kind of an anime. Okay. How much of an anime is The Simpsons? How, it's animated. How... Thank you. I'm just saying. Uh, Yeah, I guess it is animated. Simpsons probably popular in Japan. It's popular everywhere. It's popular everywhere. You're watching classic Simpsons. I would not call the episodes I watched last night classic. They were not particularly good. You're watching old Simpsons. Yes. One of the, you know, actually one of them was all right. The other one was genuinely pretty boring. Uh, Do the Simpsons episodes have ridiculous titles in Japan? God, I hope they do. They probably don't. That would make me very happy, though. Yeah, I don't know. Late, I'm like late season two. Simpsons is kind of boring right now. Oh, but you're right on the cusp of it, like, picking up big time. That's what I hear. It's the Simpsons, you know. You... You as someone who has not like grown up with The Simpsons in the way that everyone who watched all of it growing up like it'll be a lot of it will have been played out for you, but it's a good time. It's The Simpsons. You know what I like? Futurama. Futurama is really good. Yeah, no, I I'm definitely just a Futurama person. That's all. I think about the episode where he sees the stars, he rearranges, and then like time winds backwards in like this big tragic moment a lot. Yeah, no, uh, Futurama is a much sadder show, which is probably why I like it. Uh, Simpsons has moments of that, but yeah, nothing on. It doesn't have space sadness because <laughs> it's The Simpsons. Yep. Um, yeah, I haven't watched anything. I might do soon, but no, not right now. I watch some Gundam. Gundam. Watch and watch. Watch more anime, Jackson. I I might. You know, I'm on the verge of it. I'm on 2018. It. Watch an anime. I love anime. Attack on Titan is coming back. Oh god, it is, isn't it? It's never yeah. gonna go away. I stopped even reading it. I, I know was reading it to like pay attention to the bullshit. You got to but... that one chapter that was about like kings and everyone was in the eighteen hundreds or something. I don't know. It seemed crazy. Yeah, I mean, this year the the arcs have mostly been flashbacks or parallel flashes to the other place outside the walls because they got they got to the basement and then revealed the big twist about the world. That's the most obvious thing, which is there is stuff outside the walls. But the village, it's all bad. the vi- yes, the village. Well, no, it's it's dumb. It's really racist. It's very bad. You uh, know, I told you what would make Attack on Titan good, right? You remember? Yes, but you should tell the people. If outside the walls, everyone is just Titan sized, and in actuality, <laughs> everyone in Attack on Titan is just a tiny person. <laughs> That's not true. What is in fact true is that everyone is in this weird 1800s land with slightly more technology because they don't have Titans fucking them up. But uh, also, everyone is terrible because the the manga has some of the worst art I've ever seen in like a published work. Um, you don't watch, you don't read a lot of manga though. Like manga's produced at such a breakneck speed. Uh, it's amazing any of it's good at all. I mean th- that's fair, but this is a monthly series, so it's not as 
I assume that is not as intense, but I guess I am. Me speaking here as someone who like struggles to edit a couple podcasts every week. I guess I can't speak to the hectic life. Of Make the a chapter of Mongo Week, Jackson. I, no. Yep. <laughs> Shan't. I won't yeah. be doing that. Well, these people are, so maybe oh, respect he's... that. But also, Attack on Titan's bad, so. Yeah, Attack on Titan sucks. I, I read, they got to the basement, and I, I genuinely thought it was going to end like an idiot. <laughs> Oh, baby's first shonen manga. <laughs> I know. Oh, there we go. Anyway, let's talk about Gundam. Let's play the thing. We got some good episodes coming up, so let's go. First episode this week is episode 28 of Mobile Suit Gundam Across the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, that is such a bad title compared to what I've got. What have you got? <laughs> the Atlantic Died with Blood. Holy shit, Gundam. <laughs> yep. Oh, Bringing it today. May we, may we all be so on our bullshit as that. Yeah, I know, for sure. What happens in this episode? The white base heads out over the Atlantic Ocean, bound for Jabiro. Miharu looks for information to send to Zeon, but is immediately spotted by Kai, who ushers her into his room and lies to Amuro about who she is to protect her. She's meant to meet up with her Zeon contacts, who pose as civilian pilots in distress to land their plane in the white base. Her contact calls her risk communicator, and Kai realizes they'd have to be aboard the plane in order to contact her, so he rushes off to go to find the plane. The plane is flying off already, though, and he can't convince Bright that they're spies without giving up Miharu, and thus the plane escapes to report back to Char. Char is struck at the, is stuck at the African front, so the spy is given access to the new Grublo mobile suit to pursue the white base over the ocean. The white base comes under assault as Amuro and Sela launch. Sela manages to take out one of the Zagoks as Amuro confronts the Grublo underwater and immediately comes up short as the Gundam isn't built to fight in water. We say this every time. The Gundam <laughs> loses a leg in the fight, but that's able to improve Amuro's mobility enough to destroy the Grublo with the beam sword. During the battle, Miharu is horrified to learn children are on the white base. As the ship suffers missile barrages, Miharu offers to help Kai in any way she can. Kai tries to get her to go back into hiding, but she insists on doing her part and gets aboard the transport as Kai's gunner. The missile firing system is disabled in the battle, so she has to manually launch the missiles, which ends in her being shot from the plane as she fires the missiles, killing both her and the second's gawk. Everyone confronts a grieving Kai, demanding to know who the stranger was on the ship. Amuro offers Kai's explanation that she was his stowaway girlfriend, and it's enough to placate the white base crew, leaving Kai to grieve for Miharu and her failed mission alone. The end. The end. Uh, you know, we, we, you, you asked last time, it was like, Miharu's probably gonna last three episodes. No, wait, this Gundam, it's gonna be one episode. And guess what? You were correct. <laughs> yeah, I was incredibly correct. Also, also, Mr. Boone also eats it in this episode. Oh, uh, Rip Boone. Rip Boone, Rip Miharu. Boone does get to, like, sneak aboard the white base in a civilian plane and then, like, be evil in a toilet. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, the fact that the white base guy was like, oh, yeah, the bathroom's just down the hall and then didn't, like, go with him or anything. <laughs> what an idiot. I was yelling, you idiot, at the screen. Nope. Yeah, no. And he's, like, trying to do it, like, well, because, like, don't go any further than that. And oh, he doesn't, I guess. I guess that's fair. Yeah, what a what a fool. Yep. This episode is kind of baby's first Gundam in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, th there is a side character with a tragedy and a battle that results in their death. Like, it's just Gundam. But it works because I love Kai. And oh, poor I'm Kai. Sad when Kai is sad. The end of this episode, which is Kai just like curled up on the floor as like the giant watercolor head of Miharu floats above him, <laughs> is, is prototypical Gundam in the best way. 
Yeah, it's yeah. I was really sad because I did. I didn't want. I didn't want Mahara to die. Like I knew in my heart she was doomed. But yeah. What if Kai could just be happy? What if Kai needs to be in a different show if Kai wants to be happy? <laughs> I like Kai and Mihari's relationship because he knows she's a spy, but he also knows she's just doing a job. Like Kai doesn't care. Yeah. Kai's not here for like the actually giving a shit about the war. Kai just wants everyone to be okay and be free from this bullshit. Yep. I don't remember if we see Kai in later Gundams, but I hope older Kai is cool. Yeah, me too. God, yep. I hope Kai is, sticks around. If Kai dies, uh, Kai and Ryu both eat it, then fuck off. I'd be so mad. <laughs> we have a lot of UC left. We do, we do have a lot of UC. <laughs> nope. I assume everyone eats it eventually, right? Once they're old and not important to the plot anymore. Oh, I, I assume that just being like an older show they are, they'd be content to just let characters stop appearing. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but I guess maybe if like if they all have tragic death, that's gonna Yeah, like... no. I, eventually Jimmy Smith has to go to Alderaan. <laughs> that's not even the podcast today on which we are meant to be referencing Star Wars once an episode. I'm just saying. That guy is written off in the most unceremonious way where he goes to the planet you know is going to be blown up. But not even in that movie. <laughs> yeah, no, no, in a movie later. A, a later, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's Gundam, Jimmy yeah. Smith's. God damn it. So uh, Amro needs to stop diving into the water the minute a water mobile suit shows up. It's not good. Also, they should have better, they, they need to have more water technology. Because uh, they well, I mean, they all they they literally only have these mobile suits. Like the Xeon are just pumping out crazy new mobile suits every episode, and all they have is the Gundam. And the Gundam is cool and good, but it's only the Gundam. Yeah, but the Gundam now has like multiple forms that just show up randomly. Now they've stopped the pretense of yeah. it takes a long time to make a new thing has got. Mm. But and this but week, also but also yeah. he's only in those new forms at the beginning when they launch, and then he immediately turns back into the Gundam to save the day because it's still that show. <laughs> Well, the Gundam's the actual cool thing. Yep. Yep. I've been I've been starting to do a little bit of research uh, as we start to wrap up the show. Uh, we're getting there. And apparently he was, uh, I don't remember the creator, Amino? Is that his name, right? Um, I believe so. I think the name is, uh, no, it's uh, uh, Tomino. Yoshiki Tomino. Okay, Tomino was uh, was disappointed. He, the one thing he thought got wrong was that there's too much like Super Sentai stuff in this show, and he's right. There is. I apparently, mean, apparently they roll that stuff way back in the uh, three compilation films. Like huh, the, okay. the Gundam doesn't do any of the transformation stuff because it's like it's not what they're there for. Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about how this is just one of those shows, and it's weird to see that in like a show that it doesn't really exist to sell toys in the same way that we think of modern, mm-hmm. like, I mean, Power Rangers in the West. Yeah, I I just don't know enough about Sentai personally. Yeah, uh, so that's interesting. I assume that that'll be dialed back in later shows as well. Yeah, there's a so earth is like in the middle of like a global slash like solar system era conflict where like there's two sides in a blood like death feud and all of humanity is doomed but also there's a fishing union i really want to know what's going on on earth (laughs) you ain't gonna break up the union that easily i'm just surprised that there's like organization like enough to have a functioning union that does a trade like fishing like 
I guess every single time we've seen humans, they're all like in self-sufficient villages because like the networks of infrastructure have or, been destroyed. Or they're like six people in a hut in like a town that is now a crater. That's what I meant by self-sufficient villages. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't call that self-sufficient, but Northern Ireland was like actually a town that was functioning. Uh, until the white base showed up. Uh, they left that place mostly intact. No, they didn't. <laughs> yes, they did. There's so many villages still there. That, it got destroyed. No, it got damaged. It was not destroyed. Mm, I, I, I don't know. Blow, remember blow remember when the white base was hiding in like a ruined dome in the middle of like, a, was it New York City? Just like New totally York, yes. blown up. Yes. That's what happens when the white base gets done with the town. I mean, that happened before they oh, showed up. Oh, I know. Up. But Northern Ireland was still like a sleepy hovel when they left. It just had a few smoking fires that were yet to be put out. Well, I guess if you compare it to the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're grading on a curve here. Yeah. But yeah, there is I a functioning, there's a functioning fishing union. So someone is still, someone is still gainfully employed on Earth. Well, somewhere there has to be actually functional and well uh, protected Federation cities, right? Because the... Um... Sure, but at what point do you not just conscript everyone once, like, most of the Earth is destroyed? Like, I'm, most of I'm humanity sure is wiped out at this point. I'm sure that has already happened, but, like, when we go to side three and we see Zeon, like, they still have enough pomp and circumstance to have their ridiculous parades and stuff. Yeah. Like, the Federation has to have its equivalent of that. They're still sure, a but power. there's a difference between, oh, they're citizens, and, oh, we left, like, the, the independently operating commerce alone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the fishing union being... And the, the fishing union not only existing, but also, like having to be precious about invoices on repairs. Yep. <laughs> In a world where everything is blown up within five days of existing. Yeah, I know. Uh, Bright's like, oh, I'll just send you guys the bill. <laughs> what a what a goofy show. Yeah, no, Gundam is very silly sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of all I have, aside from the fact that uh, Miharu hiding under a desk with a gun and then not firing it when she's discovered, she is the worst spy. She is such a terrible spy. She's so fucking doomed. Yeah. And then, like, immediately running into Kai, and Kai, like, mm, what are you doing here? And then she's like, oh, I just love you too much, and I followed you. And he's like, that sounds plausible. Where did you get that uniform? <laughs> yeah. Like, Kai doesn't give a fuck about yeah. anyone's pretenses of anything. He's so good. Yeah, Kai so is too good to be in an anime. Yeah. Oh, he really is. Yeah. Oh... Uh... Man, in a modern anime, Kai would be pervy. Yeah, no, he would suck the most. Oh. I know a lot of our conversation on this are, God, in a modern anime, this would be bad. But it's really just true all the time. Yeah, no, it would. he would be the Yosuke. He'd be running around trying to, like, sneak a peek at Frau Bo or something. Oh, you're totally right. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. All right. It was a good episode, but not that much meat there. But after the musical break... Next is episode 29, Tragedy in Jaburo. Oh, you mean Jaburo is breached! Exclamation point. Oh, Jaburo, right. Yes, Jaburo. Fucking goddammit. <sighs> I'm very British sometimes. Yes, extremely British. Uh, but yes, Jaburo is very breached. What happens? Nope. What happens here? Give us the rundown. 
Shara has diverted his attention to South America in pursuit of the White Base and watches as it makes landfall at Jabro. Here, the Federation base is secreted underground along the river. Uh, I have it listed as the Amazon River here because I think that's mentioned at some point. It's in South America, so let's just say that that's true. Every uh, other time they have gone to a place, they are right now. Like, they fight in the Grand Canyon. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's the Amazon River. The White Base docks and Shara orders an investigation, knowing their last location is probably the largest docking bay and way into the base for his forces. The White Base crew meet Lieutenant Woody, the man in charge who also happens to be matilda's fiance amro and woody bond over their love of matilda as woody seemed amused that this child was so infatuated with the woman he was going to marry after odessa the white base crew all receive health evaluations and downtime kai is further upset that by military standards there's nothing wrong with him as he's haunted by the death of maharu the rest of the federation forces apparently are being extra polite to the white base crew in part in deference to mirai whose father was a politician of importance who died early on in the Zeon conflict Shar is delivered the new mobile suit Zok, an amphibious model that can both swim and jump really, really good. Zok and some grunt gogs make their way up the river and discover the entrance to the Jabro base. Uh, Shar readies a full Zeon fleet, but the front survey team is given away their intent and Jabro preps to engage the enemy as they make their way to the base. The battle becomes heated between fighter ships and gun emplacements, but the white base forces all launch to protect the base entrance from inevitable mobile suit assault, joining the GM mass produced Federation mobile suits, which clearly exist to get owned so our heroes don't all die in this episode. Shar launches goofs, Dom, Zaku, Zagax, you name it, he's got it. He also enters battle in his own flashy red Zagak, his wingman immediately killed in the approach to Zabro, leaving him alone to slip in unnoticed into a side entrance with the Zok as the two gogs breach the main door. The white base crew repel the gogs, but Amro and Sailor are diverted to the side entrance, which means getting overrun by Shar and Zok. Uh, Amro immediately realizes the red mobile suit means Shar the Red Comet has returned to battle. But he can't even get a warning out before Shar launches forward, impaling a GM mobile suit and confronting Amuro. The two pilots go head to head, but Woody enters the battle in a hovercraft to try to get Shar from behind, and Shar swats the ship down, killing Lieutenant Woody. Amuro is waylaid by the Zok, which he quickly takes out, but it gives Shar time to escape Jabro back into the water. The Federation forces rally victorious, but at high cost. Amuro informs his crew that Shar has returned. Sela drops a glass in dismay. Everyone is sad. The end. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sailor does like drop the glass, it smashes everywhere. Shing! Shaw! Fancy lad returns. So we finally get Shar back, and he enters in his own red Zgok and immediately shows that Shar is the fucking coolest. So two things happen in this. In the, well, a lot of things happen, but in the, the moment the Shah returns and specifically is recognized by Amre, this happens in two ways. First off, to show that he is fast, he like runs across the screen, sped up like a ridiculous mascot character in the <laughs> in the Zagak. It's very, it's a very silly shot. I like it a lot. So Amro is like got sweaty close. He's like, oh, that red suit, can it be? And then he, uh, Shah runs forward. It sped up, flips over a tank, and then launches himself at one of these GM mobile suits, impales it on his sp- like his like spiky hand, it falls away, explodes. He stands up in slow motion, cut to the cockpit interior, as there's just a shot of like a placid char, and then he tur- he in slow motion, he grins and like leans back, and he's the fucking coolest. <laughs> Yeah, no, what an Shaw evil asshole. Oh, yeah, he just so shows good. up and he's contemptible and delightful, and I'm so glad he's back. We've had like, man, remember for having to deal with fucking Makuve as the main villain? He's still around. Oh, I guess he is, right? Yep. He just runs away. Yep. Oh, we... that probably means he's coming back at some point. God damn it. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember honestly, but yeah, no. 
Shar's here though. So for a while we get, so these GM mobile suits uh, are hilarious because they just look like off-brand Gundam. And Dynasty clearly, Warriors Gundam is real. They clearly just exist to get owned, and they do immediately. Like, oh, they finally made it so there can just be a whole army of worthless mobile suits fighting each other. Okay, sure. Yep. Yeah, no, the good guys get their own Zaku. Uh, well, I guess the Zaku are that, but like usually the the fights between mobile suits are these big conflicts, and the like massive troops are usually in like troop devices or on the ground or in like spaceships or something. Yep. The mobile suits are specialist uh, equipment, even um, even the lower lower tiers. But yeah. now the the arms race is such that we are eventually gonna just have. I mean, it, it happens here. You just have armies of well, m- that's the thing. Mobile like suits. even in this battle, the main force of the battle is fought with like fighter pilots and like gun yeah. turrets and stuff. Like the mobile suits do an infiltration mission because that's what they're good at. But the war is happening above them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's cool. I'm. I'm, I don't know how into when there's a like li- at some point in the history of Gundam there is going to be whole wars felt on battlefields or fought on battlefields just filled with mobile suits. That's just going to happen. Yeah, probably. I don't. I don't actually know, but I assume so. It is an inevitability. I know it in my heart. Uh, yeah, no. Dynasty Warriors Gundam is real. <laughs> it is real, and it will happen to yep. me in the show. And yep. I guess I'm excited for that because it is going to be fun. But I do like the Gundam and the mobile suits being special. I think for UC, we're mostly going to have the mobile suits with special. Mm-hmm. That's probably how it's going to work. Yeah. I think it's once you get away from that, you get into like a bunch of anime bullshit. Yeah, because I know like Gundam Zero Zero is them specifically like moving away from that. And mm-hmm. there's about 20 years until then. So how, how crazy it gets is going to be fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, no, Char uh, just being in that Zagok and like, he like jumps up into the ceiling and then like swings down at Amro. They have like that face off where like, he's like, oh, the Gundam pilot, have you gotten better? And then like Amro like uses his shield as a diversion and shoots through it with the beam cannon. And yes, Amro's gotten much better. Now their fights are cool. Yeah. Shah versus Amro. It is now. It is good. Yeah, no, I, I re everything about this is some of my favorite stuff in Gundam. I love Char in this ship. I like him back in Amro being able to face each other. Like now that Amro knows what he's doing, not going to get lucky, but he can just get good. Yeah, I I wonder if um I mean this probably won't happen in this show, and I'm sure Amro won't be the focus after uh, MSG, but um the inevitable thing that would happen in every other show is at some point Amro and Shah have to team up like reluctantly Come well you this. already know Amro is not the main character of Zeta yeah I know I know like Shah will be f- like a focal character for longer than Amro Shah's counterattack. Yeah, Amro likes to think that he and Shah are like equal mortal enemies but no <laughs> Amro will be forgotten uh, so yes Gundam um this episode also has some really good funny moments. Like the kids run across the room, like half naked, going, You can't analyze us, doctors. We're perfect. <laughs> yep. I love the kids. No, they they are perfect, to be fair. They are perfect. No. Uh those ridiculous children. Oh, they're so good. Yep. Uh my favorite goofy thing, and it's not intentionally goofy, I just think it's hilarious, is Lieutenant Woody's vision of him and Matilda getting married yes. after Odessa. <laughs> It's it's so good because the kids are really cute in that as well. Yep. Uh, everyone's there like, eh, we 
to get him married. And it, was that Lieutenant Woody's vision or was it Amro's vision of the... I, I thought that was Amro's vision. Yeah, it might be Amro's vision, to be fair. But it's just, yes. it is just everyone's in their military uniforms except for Matilda, who is still just looks like Matilda, but in a brilliant white wedding dress. It's just the Metal Gear Solid 4 ending. I mean, that's exactly what it would be. Yep. <laughs> if, the, if that actually happened on that show, if there was ever a wedding on the white base, it would be that. It would yep. be that. <laughs> yep. We don't have anyone as cool as Meryl. Uh, like Matilda was closed, but she's dead now. So I mean, there is uh, some point in Gundam. There's someone who wears a uh, necklace with or an earring, whatever the the jewelry with the bullet is. Yeah, very she has, Gundam. She has an earring. She has earring. an earring uh, bullet. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. She wears it during uh, the wedding. Oh, man, she the also wears like a gun game. open carry on her wedding dress. Ah. <laughs> oh. The game's bad and it has no right to have that cool a thing in it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the only legitimately good part of that game, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, also good is Amaro getting tested for his uh, new type shit, and which they haven't revealed yet, but there's a scene where he's like, comes out and it's like, oh, they were just doing these weird brain scans and like tests on me. I assumed that was happening for all of you. And Hayato's like, I, yeah, sure, whatever, dude. <laughs> yep. And Kai runs off going, apparently I'm fine. Fuck all of you. Yeah, no. Kai uh, wishing someone would recognize that he's in a lot of pain is, uh, I understand same. Kai. Same. Yeah, extremely same. Uh, but everyone's sad. Like, everyone's lost everybody. Like, Frau Bo lost her parents and she hasn't been sad once. Man, Frau Bo is actually the real victim of this show. <laughs> but she's, like, also, like, maybe the most hard. Like, she's just getting through it. She's, like, dealing with it. She's the best. She is, but she's not had a chance to feel anything. And also this boy she likes is an idiot child who doesn't even see her because he's too busy trying to have visions about this lady who's going to marry Woody. Yep. Woody. Lieutenant Woody. <laughs> Lieutenant Woody. <laughs> uh, I almost gla- glazed over that part because uh, ridiculous Gundam names are what they are, but Lieutenant Woody. <laughs> Lieutenant- I wonder what country he's from. <laughs> Well, no, no, because you also have uh, everyone's favorite Irish girl, Miharu. That's true. That's just <laughs> the an anime two, lady. The but... two ways that Gundam names go is either they're just like regular names uh, from like J- Japanese like names from anime, but in a different context, and that's funny, or they try to do the other thing, and you have American guy, Lieutenant Woody. <laughs> yep. Uh, Gundam's Who, good. He loves the white base as much as Matilda. Perhaps even more than we do. Yep. And then Sayla like says, "Oh, the only way men understand loving things is dying for them." It's very stupid. Wait, is that what is that what she says? Yeah, she's like, "Oh, the only way men can show emotion is to like profess that they'll die for a thing and then die for it." Basically. Oh, my subtitles said men are always so full of emotion. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so- my subtitles were like, "That's the only way men know how to express love." Okay, that is a that is a very different meaning of that line. Yes, no, for sure. Hmm, maybe my maybe the Blu-ray subtitles are actually bad. <laughs> Cause that seems like context you should keep. Also, that's good. That's a good line. No. Yep. And then Hayato, because she asks it to Hayato, who's the basically the most nothing boy of like just gets on with his job. He's like, yeah. uh, sure, I, I guess, whatever. No, with Ryugan, Hayato has become that guy. Yeah, I mean Ryu was like more defined than Hayata I feel like because yeah. Ryu was like protective and ha- had been a soldier and just was sick of all these boys falling apart but Hayato isn't even that he's just kind of around and does his yeah, thing yeah no he is he is small and he is efficient and he is good he is the Krillin of Gundam <laughs> yeah yes but he's gonna die about five times <laughs> and they'll bring him back every time <laughs> 
White base has to go resurrect Hayato again. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, that's it. I think we are done with the Gundam, unless you have any final Gundam thoughts. No, I mean, Jabro's still around. So they're like, they, they, they get in and then they're repelled and everyone takes damage. But the battle's not over yet. We still got, if my preview that I only half watched tells me anything, the battle is not finished today. Oh, I mean, yes, Char does like just kind of jump away. Yep. So that'll be good. Also, also another thing I noticed about uh, Jabro is the screens are fucking massive. They're tracking them and like they're using a plate shot of like just, you know, an anime background shot with like a little bit moving in the screen. That's the only part that's animated. But yep. because of that, like the the background shot has the people be tiny and the screen be about seven times as big as them. Like it's bigger than an IMAX screen. Um so uh this is a little off topic, but we're wrapping up here, so who cares? Yes. Uh me and my partner started watching Star Trek the Animated Series last night, and because that show is just animated, it has this exact problem where the Enterprise yes. is like three times the size that it should be. Because <laughs> the view screen in the Enterprise is not like well, huge. the weird thing is because the bridge is like such a defined space, it is exactly appropriate to the show. Like they probably just traced over it, but every other location they go to is like radically too large to be on the Enterprise. Oh, stellar cartography in generations. Yep. Yeah, no, basically that. Man, yeah, good, 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 good. Yep. Right, that's us done. I think we don't have yeah. the plugs. It's the premium show. Yeah, no. Thanks everybody for supporting us. Uh, yes. Check out all of our shows. I'm excited because we are at the point where, like, I'm like, oh yeah, Gundam's wrapping up. Shark it's, back. It's not. It's not wrapping up. We are like barely over halfway through. No, no. This is like when I get to we 70% have fourteen. In my... We have fourteen episodes left, Jackson. That's more than a season we are, of anime. We are two thirds of the way through. Sure, that's not wrapping up. That's like when I get to seventy no, percent in my book. We're wrapping. Basically, up. I'll be finished in five minutes. Yeah, we're wrapping up. <laughs> no. When we get back to space, then we can say we're wrapping up, I guess. I thought, I did, if you had asked me, I would not have said the bulk of this series would be on Earth. Yeah, we gotta make space cool. I wonder, when we finish, I will look up how, like, the pacing of the show went, like, when it got cancelled and everything, because I don't actually know what happened there. Yep, no, I don't either. Alright, thank you very much, go tell your friends, Gundam's great, come back next week. Thank you and goodbye. アムロ。アムロ。振り向かないで宇宙の彼方に輝く星は。アムロ。お前の生まれた故郷だ。覚えているかい少年の日のことを。
きらめく星はアムロお前が捨てた故郷だ忘れはしない少年の日の誓いを青春をかけ守り抜けこの幸せをアムロ振り向くなアムロ男は寂しさ隠すものかくすものただ明日へと明日へと永遠に覚えているかい少年の日のことを温かいぬくもりの中で目覚めた朝をアムロ振り向くなアムロ男は涙を見せぬもの見せぬものただ明日へと明日へと永遠